This is Remembering Christmas, Episode 3, Gifts. Merry Christmas and welcome to the third episode of Remembering Christmas, a special McGregor podcast. I'm Mark Bricker and hosting along with me is Danielle Flood. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you. This is so fun. I know. We're on to our third week, our third episode, our third installment of Remembering Christmas. And each Thursday we in, in the month of December, we're putting out a podcast and we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. And this week, our topic is... Gifts. Gifts. Yes. So if you haven't heard the first two episodes, it's really awesome. We're kind of building on the theme. So if you want to go back, our first episode was on traditions. Mm -hmm. So we'd love to have you hear that. You can find it anywhere you listen to your podcast. And then our second one was maybe my favorite so far. Me too. Food. Mm. Christmas food, Christmas desserts. Um, Mm. Yes. I think we put on calories just... Talking Maybe. About, <laughs> just talking about it. If you did hear those, leave us a comment. Tell us what you thought. We'd yeah. love to have you join the discussion. And if you haven't already subscribed to the McGregor Podcast channel, now would be a good time to do that because anytime we produce any content like these specials or mm-hmm. anything else, you're going to get a notification on your device and says, hey, there's a new podcast and McGregor Podcast is just released. And I love looking down and seeing that on my phone. Hey, there's a new new podcast out. So Right. We, we all need the opportunity to to focus on God in our everyday. Mm. So if podcasts are a way that you like to do that, subscribe to the McGregor Podcast. Absolutely. And these, we want to to do that, but we also want to have a little fun along the way. And so that's what we've been enjoying. And so today we're going to talk about gifts. And we, just to get us started, we've mentioned this uh, the last two weeks about the survey that we did with our staff. And this one was quite interesting reading some of the responses because we asked them, what is the best Christmas present you've ever received? Mm -hmm. Ever, 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 ever. And so there was a few that stood out to me. I'm going to, we'll kind of go back and forth and we can, we can share. But the first one was, was from someone on our staff and, and she, and she wrote, when I was maybe 14, I really wanted a nice Canon camera and never thought I would get it because of the cost. Mm -hmm. And then she goes on and says, that's the only gift I remember crying when I opened it. So that's pretty special. Yeah. To have something that you don't think there's a chance that you're ever going to have and then to open it and there it is. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So I love meaningful gifts. And someone said a picture of their children that they had done together. I think those can be very special that show you took time and thought into mm-hmm. them. So yeah, meaningful gifts. Photos in general for me carry a lot of weight. Uh, I just, I value yeah. photos a lot. I collect them. I have them. In fact, the most meaningful gift, and it wasn't a Christmas gift per se, but the to this day, the most meaningful gift I've ever received was my mom putting together a photo album of okay. me from the time I was born mm-hmm. until I was married. Oh. And it's this huge photo album. And sure. it's not just the photos, it's all kinds of documentation mm-hmm. and her sharing the stories and the and the dates and yeah. all that information. And Letters. so to have all of that and you know, when when we we've only 
left for one hurricane. And when we left, that's like the only thing I cared about right. was I've yeah. got to have this. I can replace everything else. This is, is important. So when I saw that too, having, having pictures, it can be, can be very special. Uh, one of the, one of the, the, the folks put on here, a Mrs. Beasley doll. Now, do you know what a Mrs. Beasley doll I don't. is? You I just, don't? I don't know what that is. I'm not even going to ask Christian because I know he's way too young. Yeah. There was a show and I think it came out, I think it was in like the late sixties, early seventies, probably it was in the seventies called family affair. Okay. Did that ring a bell at all? Okay. The premise was there was this, this man who was, his brother passed away and he became the, the guardian of his brother's three children. Okay. And I guess maybe they lost both their mom and their dad. But And there was one teenager and two twins that were around, I don't know, six or seven. And the two twins were a boy and a girl. Okay. Buffy and Jody. Buffy was the girl. Jody was the boy. Skipping away Buffy, age. Yep, yep. Buffy's doll was called Mrs. Beasley. Oh, my. And it became very popular sure. that it became a, a toy that was sold you know, you know, for, for several years as the show ran, I think for five or six years, it was pretty popular. So, uh, starred Brian Keith, uh, as the main, as uncle bill that took over these three kids. And I bet a lot of people listening have a Mrs. Beasley or had one. They might have had a Mrs. Beasley kind of doll, but yeah. I just thought that just kind of brought back memories. Cause that's a show that both Macy and I, uh, remembered watching growing up. And so it was kind of, kind of neat. What's another one that stood out for you? I love experiences. So uh, this one, someone received a cruise to celebrate an anniversary, but also Christmas. I love that one. Yeah. Too. Do you do that in our family? Sometimes if it's a big gift, it's like, this is Christmas and birthday. Yeah, we're, we're, we're wrapping everything together. I've even said, bit. if I can get this, <laughs> it will go for this, 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 and two Christmases. Yeah. Right? Yes. And yeah. it's worth it. <clears throat> Absolutely. Sometimes. And experience, it, it depends on the person because some people would rather have something that they can keep and, yes. and have for mm -hmm. a long time. Others like care less about the stuff. It's yep. much more about the experience and being mm -hmm. together and doing something together and shared. So which one would you prefer? Would you prefer experience or something? I'm an experienced person. Experience, I figured. Yeah. It's yep. fun. And it's nice because my husband and I um, are similar in that way. I asked him what his favorite was. So um, I don't know. I'll tell you now or later. We'll let you tell us later when we yeah. get to yells personally. Um, just another one that stood out to me. Uh, someone got a bongo set, which... Hey, I, I, I appreciate the musical instruments and yep. I'll throw one more in the, this is uh, the one that Christian said he's heard this before, but, uh, the, from this person, but they got a box of coal Oh no! for Christmas because when asked what they wanted for Christmas, they said they didn't want anything. Uh huh. And so that's yeah. mom didn't appreciate that. So <laughs> got yes. a box of coal. Well, I think the other one that stood out to me again, you know, just memories, but um, someone was proposed to on Christmas morning. Yeah, that's, that's a good story. That's pretty special. Yeah. So I guess the ring was the gift, but the memory is around. Goes on and on. That's right. And Celebrated. On and on and on yeah. and on. Yeah. Okay. So what's some unusual gifts or special gifts that you have either given or received? So unusual is mm. very interesting because um, I have some favorites, you know, and some things along the way. But um, recently I was given a coffee mug holder in the shape of deer antlers. Interesting. Yeah. 
Wait, wait, a coffee mug holder. Yeah, so it's it's about 12, 16 inches tall, with the antlers sticking out enough space so you can hang Christmas coffee oh, mugs. Oh, okay, multiple. On it. I was yes. picturing holding just one that no, you no, drink no. out of. No, yeah. So because you, that was in. Christmas vacation. That's right. That's <laughs> that, was, right. that was at the end. This holds multiple ones. Yes. So, ant- oh, mm-hmm. so it's functional as well as yes. unique. Yeah. It's really thoughtful, but it's a little out there in the view. You know, antlers aren't really my thing. Oh, okay. And I opened it up and I was like, it's antlers. Yeah. But then the thought was very thoughtful. But if you ever have a cabin in the woods, it would fit in. It would fit right in. Yeah. Year round. <laughs> I'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> So have you ever given something unusual? Oh, well, yes. <laughs> so I, I'm i a fan of the white elephant gift exchange. And sometimes they're great things. Sometimes, you know, they're a little more unique. Mm-hmm. But um, Nate and I had purchased a decor item from Ikea. And it was this large rattan boat, we called it. it yeah, like three feet. It's, easily three feet. Yeah. And then about two feet wide with a little indentation. It was to hold decorations in the center of the table. And we used it for years at our table. So it's beautiful wooden. Then didn't have as much space for it at our house. So we gifted it to the Bricker Life Group. White Elephant. <laughs> White exchange, Elephant. Yes. And someone didn't know what they were getting when they <laughs> opened it. Well, you, you, it was something that looked big. They yep. thought, wow. Yeah. So, but the story doesn't end there, does it? No, we started a tradition. Yes. And so... Going back to our first episode right? about traditions. Absolutely. So the person that took it home thought, how great would it be to give it away again? So they kept it in their attic <laughs> they didn't all year in long. House. Oh, who has room for this thing? Especially if you, you know, use your table. Yes. But, um, so they brought it the next year. And then someone brought it the next year. And now it's on its ninth or 10th year. And it gets signed. Signed and goes home with another couple. And it's kind of like the guest book of our life group. group. Yeah. It's a little archaeological history there. <laughs> and people know where it's you know gone. And usually you have to hide it now because you know. Because nobody's like. going to pick a big one. Yeah. That's right. So they, yes, they get creative. Uh, now, the reason I heard you got rid of it was, I think I heard Nate say this, that, that the kids were using it to slide down the stairs They on, tried, yes. <laughs> like a little was, sled. Yeah. And they were too, not good, not good. A little, little dangerous there. Oh, goodness, the boat. But the lore, boat. yes, tradition lore. Yeah. Something. I don't, I'm trying to think, I, I can't think of any really unusual gifts. People say I'm hard to, to buy for. Uh, And so I just say, well, get me a gift card to Apple and I'm, or Amazon. There you go. Collect them up. I'm happy. So. Yeah. No, I would, I would say that you can, I don't know. Do you like coffee? Oh yeah. Do you like coffee? Coffee. Coffee's a good one. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Definitely. And I have received coffee as a gift before. Yes, that is good. They have these coffee uh, subscriptions. We have a, a, a very good friend that enjoys coffee as well. And We'll give that as a, as a gift subscription where they get different coffees every, kind of like Coffee of the Month Club. But yeah. They, yeah. I get nervous about that because I only like good coffee. So I don't want someone... Well, these are pretty high-end quality okay. coffees, yes. Yeah. It's not like... But know, if it's flavored or you don't actually No, it's like not flavored. It. They're not okay. flavored. Okay, no. okay good. No, no. In fact, you take a quiz at the beginning on kite, what some of the coffee profiles that you like, and so they yeah. customize it. Uh, That's special. Yeah. I've heard of a lot of those monthly things that are nice gifts because they can be experiential, but also, mm-hmm. you know, 
that last a long time. They keep keep mm-hmm. on going. So where do you think the whole tradition, going back to traditions, of giving gifts at Christmas time came from? Hmm. Hmm. Yes. I think everyone has an answer. Um, it's one of those things, like you show love by caring for those around you. Um, and gifts are just one of those ways to meet people's needs and show love. So I think as early as you know, humans were around, we were probably giving gifts of our produce or gifts of the field. The people that people. we cared about. Yeah. Yeah, and loved. Yeah. But then as you're celebrating in the Old Testament, both the, um, the feasts mm-hmm. and they'd, they'd gather together. And then in the New Testament, as we celebrate Jesus' birth and death and sacrifice, I think those times to remember, as we talked about traditions, you know, you're trying to make this important, make mm-hmm. this something that we value. And so when we're talking to our kids, you know, it's not just like, ooh, ooh, what am I going to get? It's we give gifts mm-hmm. because Jesus was a gift to us. Right. And so that's the simplistic view, but I think just loving those around us, it's a, it's a wonderful way to, to show love. Yeah, it really is. I know if you do any looking around or talking, you know, historically, where did that come about as a, a Christmas tradition? And a lot of it goes back, some will say, back to the wise men and them bringing okay. gifts yep. to Jesus. Um, uh, but also a little more recent, I say recent, over a thousand years ago, King Winsela uh-huh. that we sing about, yep. or Saint Winsela, was, uh, gave gifts to children. Okay. And that, and so some would say that's where that tradition began mm-hmm. of giving gifts at Christmas time. So there's a lot of different different ways, but I think your your answer is the 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 the, the human nature that mm-hmm. wants to say something or do something special for the people they care about, uh, and that we're we all have that kind of built into us to sure. want to to do that for those that mean something to us. Well, traditions are great and you can carry them through thousands of years, but if they don't mean anything to you, they lose that right. initial, you know, you have to both carry on the tradition and the meaning. Yeah. And so it's almost better if you don't know the meaning to stop doing things or mm-hmm. or figure out what the, you want to celebrate and start a tradition in that way. And so, you know, yeah. gift giving can be a very um, kind and loving thing to do and can point people toward Jesus. Mm-hmm. How do you tie that? You've got fairly young children. Mm-hmm. How do you tie that meaning of what it really means to give? Because obviously as a kid, I can remember it was a whole lot more exciting to, to open mm-hmm. gifts than it was to think about giving them. So how do, you, how do you work at building in what it really means to give and mm-hmm. what you also said there about the true meaning of Christmas? We did talk, um, you know, in past episodes about traditions, serving with your family, serving your neighbors. It's definitely a year-round affair. You know, you're serving with your time, you're loving others with um, acts of service, or maybe words, you're building each other up. And all of that is training and discipling your kids in how to love others well, participating in church, serving in church. So at Christmas time, it's just more heightened. How can we use those things that the Bible's told us to do to add value to the celebration of Jesus' birth. Mm. You know, um, I I love to, so in our family, we would open one present Christmas Eve and then the rest Christmas morning. That's what we did too. Well, I was surprised because I didn't realize other families did that. I don't know where it came from. It was something that we, we, you know, did. Mm -hmm. And so now we 
you know, do it as a family, but I try to make that present that they're opening on Christmas Eve special as a kind of a celebration. We've just been to the service. It's going to be more tied to our celebration of Jesus rather than a toy or a a whatever. Right. Yeah. And it is, you know, the you know the the culture is so much about getting. Mm. And even though they will kind of throw in the you know the giving part, but that's just because they want to sell more things. So you you do right. buy something to give. But to truly have that desire, and I love how you talked about it, even throughout the year, it's not just about gift giving, but it's about our time and it's mm-hmm. about our energy. It's about doing things and serving others throughout the year, because really a gift is a, an act of service in a lot of ways. You're right. trying to give something to somebody that will be meaningful to them, will be meaningful to them, helpful to them, mm-hmm. uh, bless them in some way. And so to, to build that, to begin teaching that at a young age, not always easy, but for a dedicated mom and dad to focus on can, can pay off in the long run. And our church helps. You know, it's, it's great to be surrounded by believers who coach our kids in the same way to help them view their lives as acts of service, hmm. you know, and it, it's all related. So we're building on traditions, you know, cooking food together and then serving others maybe cooking banana bread mm-hmm. for your neighbors could be one of those acts of service. Yeah. So you're you're not just going and buying something or giving them something to give to their teacher, but you're, they're actually putting that together. Right. Because I think that's where the joy is, is feeling it, like sacrificing yourself and then mm-hmm. giving that away. Yeah. I just thought of, you know, the... Uh, we, we obviously have just recently finished up with our Operation Christmas Child here, but that's something that I know a lot of families like to really use as a family serve ministry right. project yeah. where they involve the kids from the very beginning and picking out and purchasing and maybe even using their own money to buy some of the right. things that they're putting in those boxes. So they're getting an idea that, yes, we're giving, but we're doing this for the goal of spreading the gospel mm-hmm. and sharing Jesus with others that might not know about him. It's really sweet. We we do a family box. And then our oldest is starting to think about, well, if I want to put special things in, can I buy them? Mm. And so that is not something we've asked of them in mm-hmm. this case, but the outcome of wanting to bless people, it's really touching. That really is neat. So... Uh, as as we've done for each one of these episodes, we've tried to come up with a uh, a challenge for our listeners. And our yeah. challenge this week is giving to those in need, uh, because we often focus our giving on those we love, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and some of them are in need, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but what about those that that might might have a very specific need in our mm-hmm. community or in our neighborhood or in our church. What are some examples? How, did, how could this play out where somebody could take this challenge and, and give to somebody that's in need? One thing I think about is the Bible's very clear. If we bless those who can bless us back, we're not giving sacrificially really. you know. And I think if we look around and try to seek to bless people who maybe have no reason to bless us back or would then bless someone else, then you're starting to demonstrate God's love instead of trying to demonstrate Mm. reciprocity, right? Because that's our human nature. Um, So the Salvation Army does great work, and I think you can volunteer with them year-round, but there's also the Christmas time and ringing the bells and Mm -hmm. um, helping them to fundraise for their work Mm year-round. I mean, they do great work all around the world. 
um, you could give to a food drive, mm -hmm. um, canned goods or something easily accessible. You could serve. We have some, I know specifically about some community gardens that help feed people, but also serving in the clothes closet as a family or a friend group or a couple, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I just love that we can meet people's needs in Jesus' name and then, you know, share Christ. Yep. And most of us probably even in our own neighborhoods know somebody, maybe they've lost a loved one recently mm -hmm. or have gone through an illness or maybe there is a, a, a more severe need of yes. somebody that they could say, hey, let's let's do something for this family. Let's do something for this. Maybe it's somebody they go to school with. A, a lot of opportunities to, to get out of thinking about Christmas just for our family, but beginning thinking about others. Yeah. And you mentioned the sacrificial giving. You know, one of our four measures of our church purpose statement mm -hmm. is give generously. Yeah. And it's not just the financial side. It's it's giving of, of our time and of our talents, mm -hmm. our energy. Um, having that sacrificial mindset, not expecting anything in return, but right. being willing just to give. And, uh, you know, this is the time of the year where we probably struggle the most mm -hmm. thinking about that. Yeah. But it's the greatest need, perhaps. We have some friends who would organize a little Christmas caroling at one of the retirement homes. Mm. So people who, you know, don't get out as much anymore, slowing down a little bit, bringing some Christmas cheer, um, kids their Another way. Another great giving time. idea. I love. Yeah. Our life group used to do that. Yeah, it's them. Yeah. <laughs> but anybody can do it. Yeah. Caroling is, is one of those things. It doesn't take a lot to organize, um, especially with social media now. Just pick a day, tell people you're doing it. Doesn't matter yeah. how many come. It's, yeah, that's. I don't see carolers except on Hallmark uh, Christmas movies it's, anymore. It's hot here. No one wants to, <laughs> no carol one wants when to it's go hot. out and carol. That's why I go into a, a nursing home or an assisted living. It's air conditioned. In, yeah, air conditioned. You're inside. You can, uh, if they'll let you do that, but you have to call ahead and ask. Yeah. I don't know. Nowadays, it so might be hard to get do. in, but yeah, uh, with COVID. But hopefully, stand outside. They stand make outside. It work, yeah, honestly. make it make it work. Yeah. yeah. Any other thoughts on how how we can? Uh, challenge one another to, to have that, that spirit of giving and serving this time of year? Well, it's, it's really exciting to look around our community and see so many churches, organizations serving the poor. Mm -hmm. And so jumping on with someone who's doing good work, mm -hmm. think can meet your passions and goals, um, making a Christmas gift in honor of your kids, grandkids, mom, dad, you know, oh, yeah. those I see are very special because you know, face it, we don't need more stuff, right? Mm. Often um, we have what we need or we buy what we need and gifts are nice, special, and maybe a little extra. Yeah. But a gift in your name yes. that's, that's helping people idea. around the world. I think honorary yeah. gifts are very cool. Mm -hmm. And even with the many local ministry and mission organizations that we have around in our, ver in our area here that our church partners yep. with, to be able to to give financially to them yeah. in honor of somebody and say, hey, you know, I just gave fifty dollars to to Echo in your name or That's right. Verity or one of these other. Talk awesome. to a nonprofit; they will make it happen. They will make it happen. <laughs> they know how to make it happen. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we've encouraged folks to to be reminded that again that that Jesus came to serve. That's right. Uh, and we are called to follow Him and. Christmas should be about serving others, giving to others, not about what we get. 
and what can we do to, to reach out and, and help those that perhaps need it the most right now at this yeah. time of year, and ultimately with the opportunity to share the gospel mm-hmm. in those scenarios and situations. Before we close, I want to read James. We had this oh, yeah. pulled up. And yeah. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like the shifting shadows. So if we're teaching our family, if we're teaching and discipling those around us, mm. Jesus is the gift. He's enough. Everything else is That's right. blessing. Absolutely. That's a great way to finish. Thank you, Danielle, for reading that. And that wraps up our third episode of Remembering Christmas. And we will be back for our fourth and final episode next Thursday. So hope to have you join us. And if you again, as Daniel said earlier, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, go back and listen to episode one and two. And we'll see you right back here next week. See ya. See ya. See ya.